Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. I miss you guys. You know I love you guys. Let's get right into this word, family. The Lord has been speaking to me about the company that his children have been keeping. And um, let's go to 1 Corinthians 15, starting at verse 33. So let's go over there. And that says, don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good character. So family, let's like, let's have a moment where we have to use our discernment. Think about the company that you are keeping this present day. Think about it. Think about if those people are bad company or if they're good company. What's your conversations like? Are you talking about the Lord? Because the, the the word of God says where two or three gather, he is there among them. Are you having God conversations about how to build the kingdom? Or are you having conversations about the world? Like you have to really ask yourself that family because it's people out here that want to speak into your life and they are false prophets. I'm here to tell you because people always thinking that, um, a false prophet is just somebody who's in the church. Like, no, a false prophet is anybody that's speaking into your life concerning the things of your life. That's that's what a false prophet does. Because a false prophet, yes, they would they, they'll lie to you and tell you, you know, this is their God, this should be your God, this is what you should do. Like you gotta be aware. You get me, family, of who is speaking into your life. You feel me? Let's go to Proverbs eighteen twenty four. And it says, there are friends who destroy each other, but a real friend sticks closer than a brother. Okay, so that's that's from the word of God. Let's just let's just pull up a couple of the Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs 16. And let's go to verse 28. A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Hallelujah. Let's also go to Proverbs 27. Starting at verse 5 to verse 6. And that says, An open rebuke is better than a hidden love. Wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. And family, that is so true because listen, what a friend might say to you or a friend, let's say for me instance, somebody might say something to me and at that moment it might hurt, but guess what? I'm going to take it back to God and I'm going to ask God, God reveal the truth into this. Because if not, I remain blind because I claim I can see. So, Lord, allow me to, to see what this person is speaking. You have to humble yourself. Because, listen, deliverance happens in many stages. It's many stages of deliverance. It's not just like once deliver, always deliver. Just like how in the world people can relapse, you can relapse spiritually. So, you do. You, we do need the body to help us uplift each other. You get what I'm saying? But we also always need to take it back to the Lord. And Lord, you shine a light on that. You show me it. So yeah, that wound will hurt. 
But I'd rather have a wound from my friend who who truly loves me than a kiss from the enemy. I don't want somebody just to tell me what's always good. I don't want somebody to always just have something good to say. Like, be truthful. I want, Listen, your sis might at the moment, she might not be like, I might not be seeing it. I might be blind. But, but trust that your sis will take it back to God. Trust that. And that's the kind of friendship that we are called to have in the body. Yes, we will have disagreements. But let's take it back to God and see what God says. Let's take it back. You know? Like some of like some people in and and has the Lord he was speaking to me about this. It's some people that have titles in your life. It's some people who have different positions that they play in your life. But I'm here to tell you that just because they have that title and that position, it don't mean that they deserve it. It don't mean that they were ordained for that in the name of Jesus. Okay. Oh, it's a Bible verse. Hold on, family. Hold on, because it's a Bible verse. Let's go to um, Luke 12, starting at verse 49. Because, fam, listen, let's just get to it. I have come to set the world on fire, and I wish it were already burning. I have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me, and I'm under a heaven burden until this is accomplished. Do you think I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I have come to set I have come to divide people against each other. From now on, families will be split apart. Three in favor of me, two against, or two in favor and three against. Father will be divided against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. The mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against the mother-in-law. Then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, When you see the clouds beginning to form in the west, You say, here comes a shower, and you are right. When the south wind blows, you say, today will be a scorcher, and it is. You fools, you know how to interpret the weather signs of the earth and sky, but you don't know how to interpret the present times? Family, because listen, you have to interpret the present times. You have to know what times we are living in, because these are the end times, and you do not have time to be playing in these friendships, these worldly friendships, these worldly relationships. We don't have time for that. It's time to build the kingdom. It's time to bring the kingdom. It's not time for you to be looking like you're a part of the world. How When people see you, they should see Jesus. When, when If you're too busy being caught up in the world and acting like the world, people are not going to see the Jesus in you. You will look like a dim light. Hallelujah, because the word says, how good is salt if it loses its taste? How good is the salt? You are the salt of the earth in the name of Jesus. God is saying that you are the salt of the earth and you cannot sit here and you cannot be acting of the world. You have to judge the times. You know what times we are living in. Stop playing with God in the name of Jesus and get your life right by the power of God. You have to know, right, the difference between a godly ordained friendship and a worldly ordained friendship. You have to know the difference. You have to decipher the two. If you have people and you clearly see that they are in the world and they are in your circle, it's time to clear out the circle in the name of Jesus because what does the darkness have to do with light?
How? What does it have to do? The light came into the world. Hallelujah. Let's go to um. Let's. I'm gonna finish reading this, but then we're gonna go to another verse. Hold on. Why can't you decide for yourselves what is right? When you are on the way to court with your accuser, try to settle the matter before you get there. Otherwise, your accuser may drag you before the judge who will hand you over to an officer who will throw you into prison. And if that happens, you won't be free again until you have paid the very last penny. Why can't you decide in yourself what is right? The Lord has been showing people and I know it because God is God. I know the God that I serve and I know that he's been showing you things because this is the time where hidden things shall be revealed in the name of Jesus. And I know that I'm praying for my family, for hidden things that are that for hidden things to be revealed. I know that that I have been praying and you are a part of the family that I have been praying for in the name of of Jesus. Hallelujah. So I know the Lord has been showing you things. So decide, decide today. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So first let's go to James four and four in the name of Jesus. And it says, you adulterers, don't you realize that friendships with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again. If you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you think that the scriptures have no meaning? Ask yourself that. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us should be faithful to him. And he gives grace generously, as the scriptures say. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Hallelujah. So humble yourself before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. For your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. Glory be to God. And as I was reading this, I heard the Lord speaking to me. And the Lord has said that if the dark loves to gravitate towards you. Hallelujah. It's time to turn the light on in the name of Jesus. If you are sitting amongst darkness, it's time to, to, to turn the light on in the name of Jesus. Ask the Lord to turn the light on in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go to John chapter one, because I'm going to tell you what happens when you turn the light on in the name of Jesus. It says, Hold on. Hold on, family. Let's go to John 3 verses. um, Let's start at verse 16. 
For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him, but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged for not believing in God's one and only son. And the judgment is based on this fact. Now pay attention to this. God God's light came into the world, but people love darkness more than light for their actions were evil. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for the fear of their sins will be exposed. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that again. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for the fear of their sins will be exposed in the name of Jesus. So if the darkness, now I'm not saying that souls ain't going to come to you that want to be saved as in the darkness, but people that let's go back up to the top. It says that God's light came into the world, but people love darkness more than light It's some people in your life and I'm speaking to you and I tell you the truth it's people in your life that love the darkness more than light hallelujah they love the darkness more than light you will know that this word is so because the Lord's spirit shall follow in the name of Jesus and it says more than light for their for their actions were evil. Hallelujah. And the Lord has called you to be the light. Hallelujah. And it says all who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for the fear of their sins will be exposed. So catch this family. If you, if the, if the, if people that love the darkness hate the light, and they're, uh, they, 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 they fear to come towards the light because their sins is supposed to be, is going to be exposed. That's what the word of God says. It says that their, their, their sins will be exposed. Then why should they love to be around you? Why do they feel comfortable being around you? Pray and ask God to turn the light on in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. See things for what they truly are by the power of God. I pray, Lord, right now for discernment, wisdom, and understanding, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm praying that my brothers and sisters, eyes shall be opened by the power of God today in the name of Jesus. Because the word says, it says it right here. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it for the fear of their sins will be exposed. It says that they refuse to go near it. Hallelujah. It's some people in your circle and they should refuse to come near you. Hallelujah. Because they are afraid of their their sins being exposed in the name of Jesus. Take heed to it. Hallelujah, take heed to it. Hallelujah, take heed to this word in the name of Jesus. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see what they are doing. So they so that they can Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry, family. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see what they are doing. What God, oh, I'll keep messing it up. But those who do what is right come to the light so others can see that they are doing what God wants. Hallelujah. It just says that those who do right come to the light. The Lord will send people to come to the light. He will send people for you to come to the light. Hallelujah. You can't 
sit in the darkness and think that you can have the light. Hallelujah. You cannot do it in the name of Jesus. That's not how it works, family. It don't work that way. You can't sit amongst people that love darkness. It's a difference to be in the darkness and you waiting for that person to turn the light on. You're waiting for the spirit of God to move in your life. It's a difference between people who love to do evil. It's a difference there. In the name of Jesus is a difference. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hold on, family. Let's go to Matthew 5. Mm. Let's start at verse 13. Teaching about salt and light. You are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as a worthless. Hallelujah. You are the light of the world, like a city on the hilltop that cannot be hidden. The Lord is speaking today. He said that you are the light of the world, like a city on the hilltop that cannot be hidden. Hallelujah. Your light cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp, then puts it under a basket. Hallelujah. The Lord said he did not set you on fire to live in the darkness. Hallelujah. He did not set that light upon you for you to go sit in the darkness in the name of Jesus. Instead, a lamp is a place instead a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. Hallelujah. He's saying he, that the light is put on display. Hallelujah. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Family, let me ask you a question. Hallelujah. Have you ever been in a power outage? Have you ever had a power outage and you like, I need the light. I can't do nothing without the light. I need the electric. I need the electric to get cut back on. Family, we are called to be the electric in the name of Jesus. If you are not the light, hallelujah, you are not shining where God has placed you in the name of Jesus. I pray that that makes sense, family. The Lord has set you on fire for him and he shall not put you under a basket. In the name of Jesus, he is going to sit you on display. Hallelujah. It's a power outage in the world and people are looking for you. They are looking for you to come shine light into it in the name of Jesus. That's what God is looking for. He's looking for who's going to shine that light. Hallelujah. Who's going to set, stand up and say that this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Hallelujah. Who's going to say that? Who's going to say that I'm not going to bow down to darkness? I don't have anything to, that, that's in, um, I don't have anything that relates to darkness. Me and darkness don't work. Who's going to take that stand? Hallelujah. Who's going to take the stand today? Make your choice. Hallelujah. Am I going to be in the dark or I'm going to be set on display at the light in the name of Jesus? When you in the darkness, you just stumbling around trying to make your way family listen tonight turn all the lights off 
in your house in the name of Jesus. Go into your room. Go in your drawer. Go in a closet and try to put your outfit out without no light. I'm talking about I want you to even put some blindfolds on your eyes. Like the blinders that the people in the world have. Put some blinders on your eyes tonight and you get you an outfit right? In the name of Jesus. You do your hair. You get dressed. You get ready like you going out and you see how far and how how nice you look in the darkness when you turn that light on and the light shines in and exposes what you have done in the dark you see you will see how much you needed that light in the name of Jesus you going to see you going to see in the name of Jesus Whew. no one lights a lamp and then put okay I already read that part my, I'm bad my bad family um Hold on. Hold on, family. Let's go back over this, over um, what it says. Hold on, family. Um, it's a, it back what verse 13. It says, you are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? What, how good are you if you become so much like this world? What, what, what is it? Like, what's it going to do? What's it going to do? Like, if you lose your saltiness, what can you do? Can you make, can, can you get salty again? Can you make yourself salty again? What's worth gaining the whole world if you lose your soul? You can gain everything in this world. But what is it worth if you lose your whole soul in the name of Jesus? Can you make, listen, it says it will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. That is what the Lord is speaking. If you lose your flavor, you shall be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. If you are sitting here and you are losing your flavor, you are losing the taste of God that you have in your life. You are worthless to him you are worthless do you know how it says that the bible tells the lord oh i'm about to go to there let's go to there hold on family i'm gonna tell you what the lord about to say hold on real quick hold on okay family. let's go to matthew 25 starting at verse 14 <clears throat> now let's go down a little farther let's go let's go to the final judgment at verse 31 but when the son of man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit up upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence and he will separate the people as a separ- as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will pace the sheep at the at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you in hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the Lord will say, I tell you the truth. Oh, I love Jesus. I tell you the truth. When you did this to the to it. 
one of the least of my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Oh God, let's give Jesus a praise for a moment because he is so worthy of it. Like he is so worthy. He is not a selfish type of God. He is so good because he said, when you do it to the least of my brothers and sisters, you have done it to me. Jesus could be sitting here right and he could be, we could just be sitting in hell first and foremost. We could be in hell. Oh, God. But he gave up his life for us in the name of Jesus. He went down. Hallelujah. He went and got them keys to death for us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He set us free. And that's why he deserves the praise, family, because he's so good. He is so good good he don't worry about himself yet he pours himself out for everybody oh he is so good who glory be to god i had a moment for because he is just so good oh ah, he's just so good oh, glory be to god i don't know if i'm gonna cry laugh or smile. I don't know which one I want to do because he is so good. I mean, let's just have a moment real quick. Have you ever been in that dark pit in your life? Have, has Jesus ever showed up for you when you was hungry? Has he ever did that? Has he ever showed up and gave you hospitality? Has has he ever showed up when you was thirsty? Has he ever showed up? Oh, that's how I know my God is real. Because it's in those moments that I was thirsty for him and he showed up. Oh, my goodness. It was times when he when I was hungry and he gave me his bread. He gave me his body. Hallelujah. He, oh, he is so good. He is so good. Family, I'm sorry. I had to have a moment because he is so good. Oh, my gosh. If that's all I will say the rest of this episode, it will be so. Because he is so good. Because he's a man of his word. He's a man of his word. And that's why when I go out into these streets, I try to I try to have the attitude of Christ. I try to display my father's kingdom. Hallelujah. I try to greet everyone with a, a hi. How are you? Have a nice day because it's something like that that can bless a person, you know. If, so, if I see somebody hungry, if I see them hungry and the Lord leads me, I'm going to feed them. If I see somebody thirsty and the Lord leads me, I will give them the living water. Because he is so worthy. He is just so worthy of it all. And it's when we do it to people, that's his brothers and sisters, we're doing it to him. That's what we are called to do. That's what we are called to do. When you sit back and you think about if we are called to feed the hungry, to help the sick, you to get to, to take care of the poor, to help the widow and the orphan. If we are called to do those things because that is good and pleasing to our father and we choose to do the opposite, how wicked is that? How wicked is it to walk past somebody and you know that they hungry? How wicked is that? 
How wicked is it to know that somebody is naked and you won't give them clothing? We are called to be the light of the world because Jesus has been that for us. If it wasn't for Jesus, we would be thirsty, hungry, naked. Hallelujah. We will all be poor. Hallelujah. We will, we, our life would just not be what it is, but we constantly in this world, we are so fixed on, we got to make sure that this bill is paid. I got to make sure I do this. I got to make sure I do that for that. But why don't we go that hard for that kingdom? If you can clock in the work from nine to five, why can't you clock into the kingdom from nine to five? Why can't you do it? The enemy's camp don't sleep. He always busy. So why aren't we always busy in the kingdom? God sent us down here not to conform to the world. He didn't send us down here to have our minds fixed on worldly things. The Lord sent us down here because the world needs light. We are down here because the world needs light. We have no business playing in the darkness. We are here to go into the darkness and let our light shine and all that run away from it. We let those people go. But the ones that come close to us, we open up the doors to the kingdom. We point them all back to our father. Because that's what he has done for us. Oh, Oh, gosh. Glory be to God. And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these brothers, of my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. Then the king will turn to those on the left and say, away with you, you cursed ones. into Into the... Eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. For I was hungry and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger and you didn't invite me into your home. I was naked and you didn't give me clothing. I was sick and in prison and you didn't visit me. Then they will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth when you refuse to help the least of these my brothers and sisters you were refusing to help me and they will go into eternal punishment but the righteous will go into eternal life family i pray by the power of god today you receive eternal life in jesus name hallelujah listen it's somebody on here i'm pretty sure because money is is the object to everybody that's something that's on everybody's prayer list but when you ask the lord for finances don't ask for them for yourself don't ask for it so you can make sure that your rent paid and your bills is paid and your car loan is paid. don't ask for that because the lord says he already knows what you need thank him for all that you have He already knows what you need. But when you ask for these finances, you go ask the Lord. Instead of telling him what you need to be done, you go ask the Lord, Lord, what does this money have to do for the kingdom? How can I bring your, build your kingdom up in Jesus name? What can I do with these finances for the kingdom? Hallelujah. How can I go help your brothers and sisters in the kingdom? Hallelujah. Uh, Glory be to God because family 
in this world, it, we, people are so selfish. People are so selfish. Hallelujah. You want to know how I know? Because I was in this world and I used to be selfish. I used to be so selfish in the name of Jesus. And that's the freedom that I have to be able to say that about myself. That I can be able to sit here and tell you that when I was a part of this world, I was selfish. I wanted things that made me look good. That made me feel good. I could care less about how anybody else felt. It was about me and it was about my kids. That was it. But once the Lord came and he shined his light into my darkness, I began to see, Lord, I was wicked. I was a wicked person because I could walk past the hungry and wouldn't care. I mean, I'm not going to say I wouldn't care because I, I would care, but you get what I'm saying? I would just be like, mm, well, they messed up in life. That was their problem. But who am I? Who am I to say what they did in their life? How don't I? How did? How did I not know that they were just oppressed because they were one of God's children? You know, I'm like saying, don't sit here and think that Shorty was completely wicked. Like I was out here running over kittens and slapping babies and old people. I wasn't doing that. <laughs> But I was selfish. I would spend, listen, we not even going to get into how much I used to spend on myself. But I used to spend, spend a lot of money on myself. And on the inside, on the inside of me, I felt, I didn't look like how I felt, how I looked on the outside. On the outside, I looked all put together. But on the inside, I, my roots was withered. My roots was so withered. I was so parched on the inside because I was missing the, the, the living water. I was missing the living waters in my life. So my roots were shriveling up in the name of Jesus. They were shriveling. And then God came in with that living water and he watered these roots in the name of Jesus. That's a song. I'm going to put, I'm gonna put well, when I say it ain't a song, but it's a song called Water the Roots. And that's my song. So I'm, I'm going to put it at the bottom. But, fam, he came in and he watered these roots. Okay. And now I'm just like, who needs something? Like, I would try my hardest to get it for you. In the name, I will try my hardest because the Lord has provided for me. The Lord took, it was a time where everything was taken from me. And the Lord began to give me stuff back piece by piece by piece and when he gave things back to me I was so much more grateful for it I was just like my father gave this to me instead of me thinking that I worked so hard for something I when I was in the world I didn't pay attention that God gave this to me I thought it was something that I achieved because I did it no everything was a blessing from God and when everything got taken away from me that's when I could realize the true meaning of like God provides all of my needs he provides everything it was once everything was taken and I didn't know where the next thing was coming from I didn't know how my next bill was going to be paid I didn't know when I was going to be able to put food in my house it was times like that then I that's when I had to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lead not to my own understanding family it was moments like that it was moments like that where where I it was listen I only had two fish and five loaves 
That's all I had. But the Lord fed me. He fed my children. Hallelujah. It was times I didn't know. Listen, it's testimony time. It was times I didn't know how I was going to get my kids clothes when the season changed. And God still provided for me. He had He taught me in those moments. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understandings. Because you know why he did it like that? He had to reveal the light to me. That's the only way he had to shine his light into my darkness. He had to expose things that was within me, family. And that's why I'm saying choose today. If you are going to allow the Lord to shine the light, are you going to be the light of the world today? Choose that today. Choose it today. I've been where a lot of people are at. I've been there. I've had people betray me. You know, people I never would have thought were wicked. I never would have thought it in my worldly mind. But as God shined a light into it, I started seeing people for the snakes that they are. Because let me tell you something. You could call it a serpent. But it's still a snake. Do you understand that? It's still a snake. Whether you want to call it a serpent or a snake. It's still a snake. And he had to show that to me. So that's why when I come here and I'm telling you. Bad company corrupts good morals. It's because I know that family. I know that a wound from a friend is better than kisses from an enemy. I know that. I know that's the truth. And you know it's the truth too. Would you rather somebody be real with you or would you rather somebody smile in your face but all the while they want to take your place? Which one would you want? I want somebody who will tell me the truth. Yeah, I might. It, listen, because your sister's human. So I might be like, no, I don't think so. But then the Lord shine that light in and I'm like, okay, yep, that's that's it. You was right. I want, I want, I would rather have a wound from a friend that loves me than a kiss from an enemy. That is a word. Go back and read that. That was in Proverbs. Go to the beginning of this. And that was in Proverbs. That is a word right there. Oh, listen, family, we done. We went from here to there to here to here. <laughs> but listen, family, we listen. It's, it's good to have godly friends because two can fight back to back and conquer. Okay, and and we need somebody to help us fight back to back and conquer. And then if you got a godly friend, if you got godly connections, godly relationships, a three, a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Trust God. You don't have to trust people, but trust God. Trust God's going to bring you who is ordained in your life. And God, when God gives you your ordained relationships, whether it's friends, families, um, husband, wife, wherever it is, trusting God will give you things that are good. Because he is a good God. We say all the time, God is good. But really think about that. All the time, God is good. All the time. In Jesus' name, all the time. 
So, family, I love y'all. <laughs> Lord, I love y'all. Okay, I had to. I had to submit real quick to the Lord to see if there's anything else He needed me to say. I heard Him say, "Daughter, you good." <laughs> but I just love y'all, and please be woke out here in these streets, okay? Because the enemy comes to kill still and destroy but jesus you hear this hear this but jesus came to give you a rich and satisfying life some versions say that he has come to give you life and give that to you more abundantly hallelujah choose life today if the thief comes to kill still and destroy that's death the thief came to kill you but jesus came to give you life and that more abundant hallelujah he came to give you an abundant life an abundance i'm speaking that over you today i'm speaking that you have an abundance over your life in jesus name i'm speaking abundance hallelujah i'm speaking abundance because when you have abundance in your life much glory goes back to my father in jesus name hallelujah i ain't being stingy but right now he's just my father <laughs> i'll talk about him because he mine he yours too but he mine so i'll talk about him you know it brings him much glory when you are fruitful. But you got to be in the right position, family. You got to be in the right position to receive the fruits. The Lord knows you might be asking for a breakthrough. I know people, if someone understands my voice, you've been asking for a financial breakthrough. And the Lord said, but you got to be in the right position first. He wants to give it to you, but you got to position yourself first. You got to position yourself for this move of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to position yourself. Can't nobody give birth to a baby with they, with their legs closed. You got to open your legs to push that baby out in Jesus name. And that's how it is when you in receive mode. When you birthing what the Lord has you to birth, you got to put your feet up in the stirrup. You can't cross your legs. You got to get in the birthing position in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Uh, glory be to God. Family, listen. I can't rap rap, but but your sister got bars, okay? Because I'd I be like, hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? As yes, it's got bars because the Lord just be dropping little gems into my uh into my uh, spirit, and I just be like, true, true. We gonna talk about that, but, but I love y'all so much, family. Be prepared because very soon the Lord is going to move mightily for you. Okay, be prepared because He's gonna move mightily. Because he is a God of his word. And that's how you know it's so. Okay. So. Just remember. Let's say it together. I love you. But most importantly. Jesus loves you. Bye fam.